to the Simplify Musecast. I'm Farah, and I'm just here with Jill today. Hi, everyone. And this week, we're talking about the winter blues changing gears mid-year. I know that this is a topic that speaks to a lot of us here in homeschooling. Uh, We have new year and new goals and new resolutions. We have a desire to change things up. Or sometimes this is the point in the year when a lot of people feel like their routines from the fall have fallen apart. uh, Or maybe that just things aren't working and you're not meeting the goals that you want to meet. It's time to make some changes. So first I thought I'd just ask, uh, Jill, what changes have you made in the winter in the past? It's really funny because um, preparing for this today, I went over my blog, which I've been blogging at for quite a long time, I think since maybe 2008 or nine, And I went back all the way at the beginning and went through it. And every December or January for the first three or four years, I have a blog post about how I'm changing everything up. It's time for a change. And then I list all the new curriculum I'm going to do and why I'm changing. And so it's definitely was a pattern for me. And it was something I did quite often. I think there's probably a lot of reasons for that. But I think the big reason is, you know, you kind of get the post-holiday blues or the winter blues. And, you know, you see all that shiny curriculum out there. And you get on the homeschool forums and you see how people are using certain curriculum and having such a great time at it. And you just start buying things, really, and thinking that switching it up will make everything great again. Yeah, I think winter is really hard. Like, I, for a lot of people, we're stuck inside. And it, it's just like everybody gets cranky, especially younger kids. Yeah, and yeah, sort of stir crazy. Kids, yeah. And then also, like, the things that you're doing from the fall that were so shiny then are now, like, the shine has worn off and (laughs) they're not as exciting anymore. So it's, you know, it is, I I feel like the routines sort of drift and it is a time. I I often, for me, it's like a time to recommit to the things that are working. And I often, I sort of, I... I was sort of looking back too and thinking like, oh, well, what you know, what did we do in the winter that was different? And for us, and I, it was often the time that I sort of reorganized all the books and made new systems for like assigning work and like, you know, a new way to like put things up on the board yeah. and a new way <laughs> to like, oh, you know, you're going to take this little tag and put it here instead of, you know, once you're finished. And <laughs> yeah. New classroom management. That's, yeah. Right, exactly. New classroom management, new organization. And, you know, that stuff, It it's so funny because I laugh about it because we've changed those things so many times. But it does kind of help sometimes to get us back on track. You know, okay, you know, we have a shiny new planner or, you know, new whiteboards. And that kind of helps, yeah. you know, to get work happening. Yeah, I think that, you know, even classroom teachers do that a bit. You know, they go in and kind of spruce up their classroom a little bit, maybe reorganize the seating charts or something before the kids come in back after break. I mean, I think a lot of people do that. Yes, I did. I did that. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) When I was in the classroom. (laughs) Yeah, and I've done that many times, too. Actually, I had some a few blog posts about redoing the our our school room, right? We used to have a school room at home, which we don't do at all anymore. (laughs) Now the kids are older. But we used to have a, you know, a designated space for learning. And we often reorganize that over the break for the new year. Right. Yeah. The other thing that I was remembering that I, that I always did uh, was try to commit us to getting outside more. 
uh, in the winter. I mean, maybe not outside, outside. Though, also, uh, I was saying, like, we uh, we used to try to go out in nature, even in winter, even when it was really cold some years, uh, to just to be outside. But also, like, uh, one year, we did, a, like, an indoor gym when the kids were younger every week in the winter. And I was so glad we did that. Yeah. <laughs> because we just needed those things. And and we did different kinds of field trips and so forth because I just think it's easy to get complacent. All those sort of, you know, casual park days when you see homeschoolers and you just kind of hang out, they go away in the winter. And and that makes a big difference for how, you know, the, the schoolwork feels too. Yeah. Well, we live where it's warm, so we, we have the park days year-round and stuff, but... We uh, often change darn some, it. yeah. But we often change some things in the winter, though, just because having something new in the schedule and the routine, you know, gives a little energy to everything else. So I remember one uh, winter, I started taking the kids out to see the birds because a lot of birds come here in the winter, and then we started sketching them. So we went somewhere different every week, you know, just for winter to see what the birds were, and then they would sit right down on the trail and sketch their birds and stuff. And it just gave a new energy to the whole homeschool that year, you know, just something different. You don't have to, like, go out and buy all new curriculum. You can just do little things that that help, you know, with that time of year. Yeah. It, sometimes I think the little things are kind of more important. Yeah. That they, yeah. And that I, uh, like, this year, uh, we are, that some of the things that we're changing, it's the kids. One of my sons wanted to try doing more online classes. And so I said, okay, well, after the break is a good time to do that after winter break, quote unquote. Um, And so he's signed up for a couple of things. Um, And I think it's also, I think that's, especially as kids get older, it's important if you're dissatisfied or if the kids are dissatisfied that you make changes together that you talk about um, and involve them. So I think there's a way in which, you know, we want to, reorganize everything and sort of impose our ideas on the kids like oh I have this great idea for this new curriculum I read about and it's kind of especially once they get a little older important to talk to them you know is this going to work for you what's what's working for you yeah I think that's really important especially with teens Um, and they're not going to want you to just switch up everything without them being involved and then I think there's some teens who might not even voice that they're a little unhappy. So I think it's okay to like pause mid-year and be like, what's working for you? What's not working? Do you want to change anything? Do you, you know, and get them really involved, you know? And I think actually a lot of teens would appreciate that. Yeah, I think it's, that's, to me, that's just really important. I mean, even, you know, starting, starting in middle school age and even maybe a little bit before for some kids, you know, get them in the habit of thinking about what's working for them the same way that you're thinking about that. Because I think we're always thinking like, is this working? Is he learning? Is she doing this? Is it enough? And, and to ask the kids that too, those questions too. Yeah, I think it's really important. Yeah, I also, the other thing for me is that, I mean, especially when I'm tempted, and I have changed curriculum in the in the winter sometimes, um, you know, or put away things for a while and come back to them. Um, last year, uh, we changed up math in the winter, sort of in February, <laughs> because it felt like it wasn't working for one of my sons. Um, and we, we did something a little bit more dynamic for a little while before going back to the sort of more traditional stuff. Um, and I'm glad that we did that, but, you know, with curriculum, uh, 
And I forget where I was going with this. <laughs> I don't know, but let oh, me jump in oh, there. Oh, I know. I, okay. <laughs> okay, do it. <laughs> I was going to say, you know, with curriculum, it's easy to get in the habit to keep buying more and more, you know, or switching it up. Yes. And it's fun, you know, especially when you're a new homeschooler. It is fun to look at all the different curriculum out there. It's fun to look at all the different programs, you know, all the and today all the courses online. There's so many online courses and you can sign up with for many of them mid year. And that's fun. I mean, it's almost addictive in a way, I think, you know, like, let's keep oh, looking, yeah. let's spend hours. And I think especially some, if you read forums yeah, and blogs, yeah. there's and, always a better yeah. program. There's always something working better for some other kids. The grass is always greener. Right. right. <laughs> I do think, though, that sometimes it is important to change up. And I was reading one of my earlier posts, and it was about my youngest son who, and I think it was his first or second year homeschooling which we didn't do a lot of curriculum, but we did a few things. And I remember I just used with him what I did with the twins because the twins loved it and it worked great for them. And they just loved everything about early homeschooling. They were like the best kids to homeschool. (laughs) And my youngest hated it, hated everything about it and um, was not having a good time. And I'm like, I have to change this. And so mid-year we changed. And that ended up being a really good decision. So... um, But then I was also looking that for him, I changed his math program every mid-year for like the first four or five years. (laughs) And I kept kept reading over that. And it's like, obviously, there was something going on there. And I actually did end up getting him tested because he had a learning disability. So sometimes it's good to see what isn't working. Is it the same thing? And then is it over and over again? And if it is, maybe it's not the curriculum. You know, maybe it's something else that's going on. Yeah, that's a really good point. I was, so I did remember where I was going. Okay, sorry. It's, it is. No, no, it's good. <laughs> I, it, it's that, you know, those, those shiny new curricula and if you change things up, it's a good, it's good to do that sometimes, but it's also good to sort of go back to your goals and yeah. your philosophy to say to yourself, okay, this isn't working. If I get something new, will that fit uh, what I really want? Will that Will that achieve what I'm looking for? And I think a lot of the time, mid-year, especially for if you're just feeling, you know, stir-crazy or dissatisfied, there's a tendency to just kind of try to jump onto something new. And I think it's it's good. You want it to be – it's good to change things up, but it's also good to use it as a time for reflection. Right. That winter is a good moment to just stop and reflect what's working, what isn't working, you know, what do you need to do? Um, and if you're going to change something, you know, how does that filter that through your philosophy, filter that through, you know, the things that you wanted to accomplish for the year? Yeah. Uh, and I think, yeah, that's that that's important to do. And sometimes you realize I don't really need to change as much. And sometimes you realize, oh, wow, what we've been doing isn't accomplishing what I wanted the most. I need to ditch these things and do something else. Yeah, that's really good advice, actually. And actually, I wish I had done that. <laughs> A few times in the beginning, because um, I totally did it, and I, I did shop. and But part of my problem, and I think this is probably only a regional issue, is that because we have charter schools out here, you get a big drop of funds in the winter. Um, actually, in December and January, you just get this big amount of money in your account, you know, your student's account, and you're like, shopping. So, <laughs> which you should do. You we should do pause not have and that. reflect. <laughs> where I live. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, The money that I spend, it comes out of my pocket. So yeah. (laughs) 
It's easier to hold back, though. Yeah. I know I've heard, you know, some people in the I know some people use uh, the holidays as a time to get new stuff and, you know, or they get money from family for and they use it to buy books. So it's I know it is like a time for some yeah. people even without that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think for some families, actually, that's the time you're buying your curriculum, right? You know, if you get a bunch yeah. of Amazon certificates or something. I mean, I understand exactly. that. You know, sometimes you and have things to. things go on sale in the winter often right. because it's not, it's not the heavy buying time. And mm-hmm. so, you know, if there's something that you know you need, this isn't a bad time to buy it necessarily. Right. Uh, things go on sale right before the holidays and, and right after. So, it is, it is, I understand why it's sort of a, you know, and there are people who reset their calendar now instead oh, right. of, yeah, I was going to say that in the fall. Yeah. There's some people mm-hmm. who do the school year from January through the, you know, December and take off a big yeah. chunk for holiday. Yeah. 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 And there's, there's all, there's also, you know, I, for me that this goes to, you know, this sort of idea of title homeschooling that some people talk about, which is kind of a buzzword now, it's this idea that, you have these times in homeschooling where, you know, you really get on top of things. You reorganize, you start new curricula, you, you know, you're, you're on it basically. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and then, and then times when those things kind of wear out and you're more relaxed and, you know, things sort of tend towards chaos naturally. And, and then you recommit again. And I feel like the winter for a lot of people is, is that time where things have sort of around the holidays tended towards chaos. And then afterwards you think, oh my gosh, it's time to recommit. And I think it's not a bad thing. Like if you like, don't feel like it's a bad, you know, thing like, oh my gosh, I, you know, things went kind of, we lost those routines that we had, you know, feel like it's a positive that you did you know, now it's okay, great. You feel like recommitting. Go ahead and do that. You know, I also think too, I know some families who like are new to homeschooling or maybe just a few years under their belt and they find they had a really bad fall. Right. And the kids didn't do that much learning and you feel kind of bad and you're like, what went wrong? But a lot of families really do recommit and figure it out and start over in January. And they end up getting all the work done before summer anyway. Because homeschooling is so great, right? Yeah. You can, can do a lot of work in a less amount of time. So for a lot of families, it's, it's a really good time. Yeah, I I think so. I was remembering this one year, the Snowmageddon, you know, kind of <laughs> year, where we were trapped inside for the, for like an entire month and our car broke and because of the snow. And I mean, we were really trapped. And we got so much school done. <laughs> and... I I remember the next year I was like, why aren't we as far ahead on history and these other things as we were last year? And then I was like, oh, the weather's been really mild. (laughs) And so it is, you know, if you, you know, if you don't let it make you stir crazy and and so forth, if you use it to push you to be creative and keep going, then I think it doesn't, it doesn't have to be a sort of negative time. It can, winter can be a really productive time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, or it can be the opposite, which I <laughs> just throw that in there. <laughs> <A> too. Hibernating <laughs> time. <laughs> yeah, or just like uh, sometimes for us, I noticed when the kids were little, uh, the winter weather sometimes out here has a lot. It's mild and there's a lot of rain sometimes, and my kids really like to be outside in that. And so sometimes for us, the winter yeah. was all about being outside, and we didn't do much schoolwork, but that's okay too. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's, I mean, basically the idea is it's okay if homeschooling has 
uh, cycles yeah. and a sort of Ebbs ebb and flow. flow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And to be willing to go with that. And the sort of midwinter blues is sort of normal. I mean, I think it's normal to recognize for everyone. It. I was just thinking about that because I just ordered a bunch of new clothes. <laughs> Because I was like, I need a new wardrobe, right? And it's like, do I need a new wardrobe? I mean, I probably don't need a new wardrobe, but it's just like, you know, it's just the little blues and everything's on sale and I don't buy curriculum anymore that much. (laughs) So here I am buying clothes. You've been at it long enough. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Spend the money on yourself. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, take your take yourself out for a tea or a, a mani-pedi or yeah. a, a Actually, glass of wine I think, with a friend. Yeah, I think that's important, too, if you have the blues a little bit. You know, it can't all be about the kids. You yes, know. no, I. Treat oh, yourself, that's always true. Treat your partner, you know, if you have one. And, you know, yeah. buy the kids a toy. Oh, no, they just had holidays, most of them. So. They just had holidays. They yeah. don't need anything. No, they don't need anything. <laughs> don't buy them a toy. You know what? I think that's the perfect note to end <laughs> that's on. That's in there. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Uh, thanks, everyone, for listening. Uh, this MuseCast has been brought to you by Simplify Homeschool and College Counseling. Visit our website at www.simplifyforyou.com. That's S-I-M-P-L-I-F-Y, the number four, Y-O-U.com. Our intro and outro music was composed by Decca Harper. You can find his music on Bandcamp. Production assistance by Truffaut Harper. And join us next week when uh, we're back to our full complement of muses, I think. And we're going to all talk about getting started in homeschooling. Podcast just for newbies. Thanks. Thank you.